Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This week on The Kindness Project, welcome to Nightbound, the NPR podcast, and we've got part two of our interview with Gary Hudson. Welcome to The Kindness Project. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I don't know why the deep voice came out there. Because it makes everything more dramatic. But it's a podcast about kindness, not about drama. It's not the drama project. We need more drama. We have everything has to be dramatic and expressive. Oh, right, okay. Yes. Do you want to do an intro? Uh, you, start, you start. Oh, right, okay. I'm joined by a girl who loves Welcome to Night Vale so much, I think she'd like to live there. It's Charlotte Dines. Uh, yes. Um, and I am joined by a man who sometimes acts less like a dad and more like a hyperactive best friend. <laughs> I'm fine for that one. You gave it. me two minutes. Oh. I had to do something. I'm getting a bit teared up by that compliment. Less like a dad. And more like a hyperactive best friend. I'm taking that all oh day long. Oh my god, long. he's actually crying. I'm taking that all day long. <laughs> I really, really like that. Thank you for that lovely compliment. Um, I thought my mum was a bit underwhelming now, but uh, why do you love Welcome to Night Bells? So welcome that to podcast. Don't know, listeners. Oh. Is a podcast, oh um, and a podcast that every time Charlotte and I talk about podcasts we listen to, um, it's she, the only one I mention. She mentions. So what is it, and why? Why do you love it so oh much? Okay, so it's about um, this small town in America where like every conspiracy theory is true, right. and I absolutely love it. Um, like in the first episode, it talks about like. Um, a, a giant glow cloud, I think, is in their first episode. It's in the first ten episodes or something like that. I'm like 70 in, so don't... 70 see. episodes in? There's 130-something. Okay. Uh, at the point I think I remember. Uh, and like it talks about um, this glow cloud that comes and chucks small animal carcasses and runs the PTA board and... Lovely. You're not selling it to me. No, actually, I've listened to it. Uh, um, Do you listen to any other podcasts? Um, there's one uh, I think it's called Detective um, and I think it's like on its like third season or something uh, and I haven't listened to it in ages actually uh, and it just kind of goes through like cases that solved ones and the motives oh, for sure. murder and oh, like sure. it talks about like the three different motives for murder like being money revenge and sex <laughs> and sex oh, okay. and it just talks about uh, in or a combination of the three. Or a combination of the three. Yeah. Did you know there was once a man who got killed because he refused to pay 25 cents for a pool table? Because 25 <laughs> cents? God. Just imagine getting killed for 25p. That's like getting killed for a bag of penny sweets. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, why did you get killed? He wouldn't give me a cola cube. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he refused to share his... He, he refused to... Custard and he wouldn't share it. He refused to share his gummy worms. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I, I listen to a bunch of podcasts. So the ones that I like, I like uh, Simon Mayo and Mark Camo. They do a little film review one. Which he likes the informative ones. I like, I like, I like educational ones. Well, I didn't start the educational world, to be honest. Um, well, this is why you, educational. Why are you tutting at educational? Because I get enough education in my life. Oh, okay. I don't need any more. 
never stop learning. Darling. You never stop learning, but isn't there, there ever such thing as too much learning? No, is the answer. What if the only thing you do is learn? No, that's true. You need to have a bit of balance in your life, but learning is important. Yes. I've moved back from the hyperactive best friend back to dad mode there. Did you notice that? No, you're, st- you're still the hyperactive best friend. You're just the nerdy hyperactive right. best friend. I haven't had the nerdy hyperactive best friend. So am I, don't worry. So, I, I, so I know yeah. I got it from somewhere. <laughs> so, so the, I like that. I like, if you like ones about murder, you've got to look up. Genuinely, this is like sort of probably one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Serial, it's called. S-E-R-I-A-L, as opposed to a podcast about Kellogg's Cornflake. Oh, yeah, oh, I would love that. Just like... <laughs> yeah, this week we're talking porridge. Um, no, it's not about that. This week, Cocoa Pops. <laughs> <laughs> Kellogg's Rice Krispies. <laughs> um, other cereals other are available, listeners. Um, I don't know what other cereals. Weetabix? Mm. Just name cereals. <laughs> no, genuinely, one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. It's from NPR. In NPR's good. NPR do some decent podcasts. It's called Serial. Give it a listen. I'm pretty sure... Um, it's amazing. Ask Me Another. NPR. 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 And they've, they've got a bunch of them, but Serial was about a murder that happened a few years ago, and the journalist went and interviewed everybody involved, including the guy who got put away. Mm. And it's a bit sort of. Have you ever seen Making a Murder on Netflix? No, Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> I don't know what. We're starting a new streaming service, guys. Yeah, uh, if you fancy signing up to Netflix, <laughs> it's. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't it's know. it's Netflix for podcasts. Ah, net. You don't need a Netflix for podcasts. Podcasts are free, isn't it? No, that's slow. Oh, okay. But mm. give cereal a go. I've tried some cereal, it's quite nice. <laughs> Give cereal a go, particularly the wheat of <laughs> What about the Cocoa Pops or the uh, Rice Krispies? Um, so. Or the Kellogg's Crunchy Nuts. The, the question of the podcast relates to our conversation about podcasts. Because the question of the podcast this week is what's your favourite podcast? Apart from the kindness project, obviously. I feel like there's going to be people that are there just like, I don't really listen to any podcasts. <laughs> that might be true. We're going to ignore those people because they need to start getting a bit of podcast action in their life. Podcast is good. I just realised I nodded trying to <laughs> ind- indicate of. Yeah, podcasts are good. Um, so please do let us know what podcasts you really enjoy. And on that particular note, and... Uh, after giving me an idea of a second podcast, which is going to be Serial Talk. Um, <laughs> let's get on with the show. Yup. So, it's uh, another edition of Kindness News. Yeah. And what edition of Kindness News, what theme have we got this week? We've got vegetable edition. <laughs> Kindness News vegetable edition. Yes, we are feeding the veggies to... Let us hope it's really good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Tell us. Okay, so it's about a fireman in Providence, mm. Rhode Island, I think that's okay, where it is. Okay, Rhode Island. I think that's yeah. where it is. And uh, US of a. he's a firefighter. Okay. Uh, and he was inspired by one of his mentors um, to, uh, to 
deliver vegetables to veterans. Oh, um, what vegetables? Well, I think it just says, many of the veterans who live in Providence um, where bro boxes of fresh produce have landed every week weekend since the first harvest are dealing with the wound hidden wounds of war. Yeah. When they get up in the morning, their first thought is not, hey, I'm going to try to eat really healthy today, Kelly said. However, when it's fr in front of them, I think that's a different story. It makes life easier, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And I think, I think what, you, what you underestimate uh, often is is the invisible wounds of war because sort of the some of the sights that you see in mm. some of the uh, uh, emotional if you're trauma a soldier uh, uh, you you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy do you know what I mean yeah some of the so PTSD post traumatic stress disorder is a big thing imagine how many friends and colleagues you'd lose on the battlefront. Yeah, I, uh, again, but you know what? There, there was a really interesting documentary on the BBC the other day that talked about the fact that more soldiers die through suicide mm. when they come back than actually they die on the war front. Because of the mental pressure. So it's amazing that these firemen are helping with um, just uh, random vegetable produce by the sounds of it. Yep. Uh, Amy Vinyl s uh, said Woodstock Farms has been growing produce for nearly three decades and has family ties to the armed services. Okay. I'm very proud of our country and our heritage and anything we can do to help them, I want to do that, Vinyl said. Green said she's inspired by the reaction from the veterans. I feel sometimes they're forgotten, Green said. They sit outside the, out on their porch and th I think they look forward to Saturdays. Vinyl That's when the veg is delivered, yeah. Vinyl said the vets also started to, cr uh, to can and dry some of the vegetables. They also began to pickle the cucumbers and beets. Oh, pickled cucumber. That's mm. a gherkin, isn't it? Pretty much. I think so, yeah. Well. So even though the delivery stop in full, healthy meals can continue... Can continue through the winter. They use every bit of it. Yeah. Kelly and the other volunteers shrug off any credit for giving up some of this free time to serve some veterans. They've given so much of the time physical well-being to the nation, Kelly said. And what we're doing is really just a small... The double use of small threw me off there. But doing is really just a small, small token of appreciation. But it's, I'm sure it's really appreciated. Yeah. So that, that is uh, incredible work, Kelly. Incredible work, Farm and Karen supporting those uh, people who serve their country. Veterans. 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 Do we do we call it veterans in the UK? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Don't we? Um, so yeah, great work. So this week, Charlotte, we're going to have the second part of our interview with Gary, Gary. Hutton. Um, Gary. From Gary. <laughs> from Product of the Bose Coach. Now, I love talking to Gary because Gary's uh, an East Ender. He's uh, an interesting guy. He's lived a life. Mm. Um, but now he teaches kids the lessons he's learned from that life and what they should do to potentially avoid some of the bits that he... Um, he wouldn't choose to repeat, I think, is the, is the best way to, to describe it. Gary does some great work. Um, as a, he's a great storyteller, and he'll uh, share some more great anecdotes and stories in this second part of the interview. Shall we have a little listen? Yes. I, I tell you what I do remember, half pennies. Because yeah. I used to go in the like, local mm. shop with a bunch of half, yeah. half penny sweets, yeah. I remember. I, mean, I love an half penny sweet. Yeah, you know, you could buy a pint of milk for... Uh, 22 and a half pence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. So that, that is, that, yeah, that's, that's one great. That's one yeah. that sticks out in my so, mind. So, 
it, this is another interesting one because I've been reading your stuff and mm. like loving it and, and thinking about sort of what sort of questions to ask you. And I know one of the fo- focus focuses of the charity is education. Yeah. But for kids who are not particularly academically focused, yeah. what does that education look like in your eyes? So we we we're on a, a quest now to become uh, an alternative education provider. Okay. Uh, in different London boroughs. Yep. So we're now uh, uh, an education provider, alternative education provider yep. for Haverham. Okay. And what that entails is workshops, uh, engaging workshops written up by myself mm. to engage young people into education. Gotcha. So what we do is, and it's it's for some it's great, but we expect everyone from nine till three in the afternoon, from the age of five to the age of 15, to take all this in. Gotcha. Some of us don't get academia until we're in our 30s. Yeah, gotcha. In our 20s, 40s, yeah, 50s. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got a love of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, but that came late. Yeah, right? I didn't yeah, care yeah. about it when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, my oldest son actually finished, a, he's just finished a, a history degree only because I drummed his history. Gotcha, history gotcha. Yeah. But, you know, so we're expected to, to you know, schools. Some young people come from such dysfunction that, you know, they can't concentrate in school. Yeah. If you're waking up in the morning and your mum's smoking crack and yeah. your friends are in the kitchen smoking crack, you go into school and you say to your mate, God, my mum was smoking crack in the kitchen this morning. And your friend goes, what are you talking about? Mums don't smoke crack. He goes, what are you talking about? My mum and all her mates are in the kitchen every yeah, morning. Yeah. He's traumatised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's traumatised. So, you know, and, and what goes on behind closed door, we don't know about. But mm. schools, teachers ain't the right people. To, academically, they're, they're fantastic. But what happens with teachers? They go to nursery school. They go to primary school, they go to secondary school, they go to college, and then go to university, and they go back to school gotcha. to teach. Yeah, and not you, out in the real no, world. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. Chuck them, and then they're chucked in, you know, with uh, dysfunctional young people in inner city schools. Yeah, yeah. And, and never experienced never that experienced sort of environment. Gotcha. So, you know, and, and the way that they're taught is off, you know, a board. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the... the, the, the yeah. uh, professor in the college in the university is telling them this is how you teach this is what you do but they never told them about little johnny who yeah, keeps yeah. missing about and throwing things at people yeah, yeah. you know and then what the teacher does when little johnny's doing that yeah. get out of the classroom yeah. and then he hate behavior gets worse and he ends up in a preschool that's yeah, the first yeah. step to prisons yeah. all because the teacher hasn't got the skills to teach him oh, on yeah. the understanding so what we do is we take them type of young kids and we work with them mm. And we engage them into education in a very real way, in a, in, in, in a positive way. Yeah. I mean, something as, str- as simple as a street name. Yeah, yeah. How did that get its name? Go find out about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I've done this more myself. Mm. And so, you know... What, but making it more engaging. Yeah, more engaging. Making education yeah, more engaging. engaging. Yeah, yeah. So there's a street, and there everyone that everyone I know this. There's a street in Whitechapel. Mm. Okay, and it's called uh, Tender Grand. Yeah. Now we've all heard the saying "Tender Hooks" yeah, on yeah. Tender Hooks. Yeah, yeah. So t- that comes from the Huguenots that settled in Whitechapel. Gotcha. They were silk weavers. Gotcha. And they had an instrument called a tender. Okay. And it was a square, and it had a hook on each corner. Gotcha. And they used to take the silk and put it on the hooks and dry it in the sun. And, and that's, that's where, where the you name get came from. From Tender Hooks. Love that. Yeah. So we engage young people in a very real way, get them engaged in their local yeah, area, yeah, yeah. see what's going on, what's, you know. Yeah. And we do, they're all written up, all the workshops and programs that we do are all written up. 
And he has an amazing way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we also tell him the pitfalls if you don't engage in, in education. So, so do you think? Because I know, like, do you, do you, a lot of the work you do is uh, educate people in different ways, and not yeah. just reading from a book, no. or reading from no. from a teacher well, at the front, making it more interactive. How much of the work you do is about changing attitudes as well as changing? Uh, it's changing the young person's mindset. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it's it's an enlightenment. Mm into education in a way that they didn't understand. Gotcha. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's form it's you know, it's regimented. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, come with us for a little while and you we'll know, show you the beauty of what they're trying to to achieve. But you know what? I think I think the challenge with that, Gary, and this is one thing that I've spoken about before. We still treat school like we're uh, building kids for the industrialised society. Yeah. You know, like a lot of the kids on the streets have got emotional intelligence, they've got yeah. street smarts, they've, so got, they've do, got skills yeah. that potentially so could be really productive. We right? do a, we do a programme called Alternative Skills. Yeah, yeah. And so it's looking at yourself and what, what skills you have. Gotcha. And what what you can make out, and, that, and that's where dreams and passions come in. Because yeah, you've, yeah. Got, you've got skills, and let's let's develop them, yeah, let's yeah. understand Let's focus on what you're yeah. good at and so see how we do that productively. Yeah, so firstly, we set out and we do an identity workshop. Okay. Finding out who you are. Gotcha. And gotcha. what you're about. Yeah. Because as a young person, yeah, my name is, and that's it. Yeah, gotcha. Do you know what gotcha. I mean? No, but who are you? Yeah. What do you like? Do you have empathy? You yeah, said to a young yeah. person, do you have empathy? What's empathy? Yeah, yeah. yeah What's yeah. that? Which and they might have it naturally, yeah, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But when you explain to them what empathy is and the understanding yeah. of empathy, they go, yeah, I feel for that. I yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's an emotion. That's a skill that we get. Yeah. That emotional intelligence yeah. as well yeah. is, is really underrated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. People who... The, you know, these are life skills. Yeah, agreed. These, Absolutely these, agreed. These are life skills. So we introduce young people that are not necessarily academically clever, mm. but you've still got something. Yeah. You know, some of the most clever people in the world, you know, never went to school. Yeah. I wrote a book. Yeah. And I was only going to school to eat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that, but that, 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 that comes from, yeah. I suppose, two things. That comes from drive. Mm. That comes from you turning around yeah. and going, like, I want to get something done and yeah. I'm going to do it. Mm. And then that also comes from um, uh, the you having skills in other areas and turning around and putting your hand up and going, look, can I have some help writing this book? Yeah. And not being afraid mm. somebody to do that. Yeah. I know you mentioned Kim, your sister. Yeah. And she, although the website, after, yeah. you know, there's, there's things to Kim. Why was she such an inspiration for you? Uh, she she uh, was a, a young tomboy. Okay. And uh, she had uh, a sense of uh, moral values. Yep. And it rubbed off on me. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It rubbed off on me, and she just had a way about. Her. She, you know, she she wasn't a spendthrift. Do you know what I mean? She's very sensible with her money. You know, she had a lot of a lot of uh, skills, uh, not necessarily academia, but yeah, she had a lot of skills, and she she was just a, a really yeah all round good person. Good person. Yeah. yeah, and it touched me deeply when she okay. died. Uh, you know, if I can give too much of the book away, I tried to kill the person that abused her. Okay. Uh, a couple of times. Uh, yeah, but she just drunk herself, and, yeah. and I see it deteriorate. And I just thought, you know, there's there's a lot of dysfunction out there. Mm. There's a lot of young kids that are damaged and by. And you can make so, a change. Yeah, yeah and yeah. so, you know, and you're reading the book. Uh, as a young kid, I was sleeping out 
outside, you know, being made to sleep with a dog for warmth. Yeah. Because I was too naughty and get chucked out of the ass. Gotcha. At a very young age. So, yeah, I was affected by this as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you can read it. It's a very open and honest book. Yeah, no, it is. It and, is. And, you know, some people would class me as a gangster, but that's not me. Yeah. You know, I talk about putting my feet down the toilet in school and washing mm. my feet because they're so dirty. But, um, but that, um, if I was a gangster, that would destroy my street good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Actually, it was that yeah. sort of stuff that... Yeah. You, did you, at the time, I mean, it's, I suppose it's difficult to look back now, but at the time... That feel like the survival. So at the time, it was my norm. Yeah. And so standard. It, yeah. yeah. So you know, we all have levels of norm, and my norm was so far removed from the real world, it was dysfunction beyond dysfunction. Mm. Yeah. And but I survived. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know, and I when say, you talk to your kids about it or your grandkids about, it, I don't know yeah, how old the grandkids no, are. They're too young. What 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 do they say? Uh, it's quite funny. So. Part of the survival, you know, at one time you could have dropped me off in the desert, I'd have been selling the best sand in the yeah, yeah, yeah. within 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but they'd be easy on the next June selling exactly the same sand, but you buy it from me. Gotcha. Um, and my kids, you know, the, they know the skill sets that I've got, and, you know, and they, uh, I've never hid it from them. You know, when they was younger, I'd take them out or whatever, they, you know, they started to realise that people treated me different okay. if they went out with their uncles or their aunts do you know what I mean mm. people treated me different when they greeted me and all yeah, that yeah. and so my, my kids started to you know you know that's a bit different and uh, so as uh, you know I never hid anything from them and, and just told them because uh, I never I, I never wanted them to, you know yeah, yeah. I, ne I never wanted it to be uh, thrown upon them but the good thing is, it, uh, I was on the front page of News of the World for £5 million. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that's not on the internet. Right. So you can't get that anywhere. Okay. So that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, I've got copies of it, but it ain't never going it's on the internet. It's not there, yeah. It's not going on the yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah, But my kids, yeah, so, I mean, two of my kids are trustees of the charity. Yeah, yeah. So it's a proper yeah. family affair, yeah, right? Yeah, they get yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah. They understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and what do you reckon the biggest... So you talked about education, and I'm... I, you know what? I think you're right. I think, like, you get educated at different ages, don't you? Mm, I mean, like, yeah, so there's, and there's different sorts yeah. of education as you get older. Mm. So what's the biggest thing you've learned, personally, through setting the charity up? Apart from, we were talking earlier, don't set a charity yeah, up because it's a pain in the arse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the biggest thing that I've learned... Uh, I didn't know how determined I was. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, you know, the charity's been running since 2014, and I've gone far and beyond what you expected. Not what yeah. I expected, what I would normally do. Okay, okay. Do you know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, I've, I, I'm, so I saved up before I, you know, and I've spent all my savings. The charity, I don't get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The charity pays my expenses and yeah. that's it. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? So I've been doing it for four years without a penny. Okay. Well, five years. Once I started writing the book, it took me a year. Yeah. Uh, so five years, I've done all this without a penny. So it's, it, it's shown me that I had skills and a mindset that I never knew I had. But also, you you need to become more resourceful, right? Because like you, if yeah. you've got nothing, yeah, you, no, see, you, no. you've got to get you've got to yeah. hustle for it. No, oh, yeah. I'm I'm one of them people uh, that uh, I'm I'm one of them people that uh, 
it's all or nothing. Yeah, gotcha. And so if I said, right, I'm going to go and get a job, motivational speaking, I'll just carry on doing that. Yeah. And I'll yeah, forget yeah. about this. So, yeah, yeah. You know. So it's got to be, you've got to be yeah, focused on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And it's my passion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's my dream. Yeah. You know, to help as many young people as I can. And, I, and you know, I'm not one of them people that put jumpers up my arse and blow them. But you'll read about it in the book. I've changed young people that's yeah. on paper yeah. uh, murderers. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. I've changed gotcha. their life brand and, and now they're working successfully in the normal world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's just someone... That's like, fundamental change to yeah, somebody's life. I believe. Right? Yeah. I believe I've lived the life I have. For a reason. A, yeah, to be yeah. able to do what I do today. Otherwise, everything I've been through would mean nothing. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? But it's gave me the understanding, the tools, but the empathy. You, you know. I think, Gary, you're right. I think if you can, you can talk from a perspective that not many people can, yeah. or, or people can, Look, but they I, don't normally. No, do they? I explain it like this. Yeah. If you want to know about a mortgage, mm. you go to a mortgage advisor. Yeah. He studied it. Yeah. He knows all the ins and outs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you want to know, uh, you know about. Anything, mm. law or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You yeah. go to someone that's that's been doing it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Made it their, exactly. their life. Well, if you've you want, experienced, if you it. want to understand dysfunction and how to beat it, yeah, yeah, come and talk to me. Gotcha, gotcha. You know what I mean? Because it makes sense. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, why, you know, if if you, if you come from dysfunction, right, and you've lived this mad life and you're in and out of mm. prison, you crime and this and the other. You ain't gonna go to a mortgage advisor yeah, yeah. or you know some counsellor and go. I need yeah. help. Yeah, because well, the, the challenge you've got is they'll turn around and say, "I know how you feel," and in reality yeah. they don't. They ain't got a clue. They ain't got a clue. They ain't got a clue. Yeah, yeah no. Do you I know what I mean? They don't that. know the reasons why you're out thieving, but I can yeah. guesstimate. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, my guesstimation yeah. is not a million miles away. It's not from a million truth. miles away from gotcha. the truth. Do you gotcha. know what I mean? So, so you mentioned about there's people who uh, you've helped through the charity. Yeah. What's your favourite story of somebody you've helped? Oh, uh, a young boy that's bec- uh, he's become like my son. Okay. Uh, so at the age of 15, he asked me to help him. And uh, I said, no, I can't. Okay. So he said, why? So I said, because you're destined to spend long periods of your life in prison. Okay. And he said to me, what the f*** do you know? And walked away from me. Okay. I said, see you later. Knowing that he will come back to me one day. Yeah. And uh, six months. Why wouldn't you help him then? Because change, you can't just go up to someone and say change. Always to walk and make your dream, yeah, right? He's got to be ready. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. No, even if you think you're ready, right? And you go up to someone and you say change. Well, why do you want to change? Yeah. You're 15 years of age. Yeah. You haven't been for anything. Yeah. Right? What, what do you want to change from? You've still got your life in front of you. You can do this. Mm. quite simple. What is it you need me for? Yeah, yeah. So, six months later, I'm in the old Bailey giving a reference for him. He's just been uh, charged with murder. Right. And what happened was two, fif- two 15-year-olds was coerced into a robbery on a supermarket okay. by the security guards. And these two young people hid in the stairwell and when the manager walked out to go to the, the safe to get the money out, they jumped out. One of them was a complete psychopath and stabbed the bloke in the juggler. Okay. Killed him stone dead. The, the young person that was with him 
who'd come to me and asked him, me for help was just there. He didn't know he had a knife on him. Gotcha. He didn't know nothing. This person got lifed off. The young person that I'm talking about got nine years. Okay. Just because he was there. At 15, 16. Yeah, at 15. Right. Okay. So I visited him all around the country, wrote to him. And then when he came out, I sat him down, I said to him, right. And it was like, uh, you know, the Christmas story, Scrooge. I said to him, you're going to get phone calls. And he said, what do you mean? I said, people are going to phone you up on paper. Look at the size here. You've just been in prison for five years. You've got muscles. You've been in the gym. Mm. I said, you're twice as bigger than everyone else, right? But he was like that when he was 12. Gotcha. And gotcha. now he's been to prison, he's bulked himself up. I said, on paper, you're a murderer. Gotcha. You are now useful. Gotcha. Because everyone, uh, you know, around sees you as this murderer. You've never murdered anyone. You've yeah, 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 You didn't yeah. even touch the geezer. Yeah, yeah. But on paper, you're a murderer. Yeah. So now you're useful. So we'll get offers, yeah. right, is what yeah. you're saying. So yeah, could, so I told him about these phone calls you're going to get. So I said, someone's going to ask you, I phone you up and say to you, can you come with me? Someone owes me dr- money for drugs and they won't give me the money and I, will you come with me? It's up to you what you say. So a couple of weeks passed. He said, yeah, I've got that phone call. I said, what did you say? He said, no, I told him I don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. I said, okay, you're going to get another phone call. I said, but the idea is, sorry for swearing, but you have to become a mm, okay. I said, He said, I ain't a I said, you are. You yeah. want to be one. I'm one. Yeah. I said, I'm happy to be one. Gotta say no, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to no. be one. So I said... When you get the next phone call, it's up to you what you say, but you're going to be asked again. And he got these phone calls. He said, Gal. He said, I keep saying no to people. I said, Brilliant. Now you're going to become a. Mm. He said, I ain't a. I said, You are. Mm. It's a good. It's good to be mm. one. He said, What do you mean? I said, Look, next time they get together and they say, Oh, this one owes us money, this one uh, for a drug deal, this and the yeah, other. Uh, don't phone him. Yeah, let's, yeah. Phone, let's phone Gary. Mm. No, I phoned him last week. He told me I phoned him three times. He's a. Yeah, gotcha. Brilliant. Gotcha. They don't phone you no more. Exactly, exactly. So the reality of it is you want to be known as the guy who don't help out. That's it. The the unhelpful yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. Because, you, you know, they're just using you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Do you no, know no, what I mean? No, they're just yeah. using you. And so once we broke away from that, helping break away How from that. How long did it take him to just uh, oh. like, keep on saying, like, uh, ain't interested, ain't interested, ain't interested? It was about six months. Okay. And okay. then I started taking him with me on talks and yeah, schools. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'd done a pilot scheme in uh, Harlow uh, in a preschool. Mm. And it was like a little mini prison. And uh, I was, you know, leading him, letting him talk. Yeah. And uh, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then uh, he, yeah, he's, he's now uh, an apprenticeship electrician. Cool. Leaving, but turning it around and like a completely different life yeah love it mm. absolutely love it yeah. um so i know that some of your talks are um pretty hard hitting yeah you sat on the website yeah that's intentional right because yeah. you want to have a language yeah. that the, the look, people you're trying to communicate yeah, with look, understand look, so politicians talk in a way right and they talk about issues that some of them are scaremongering. Yeah, gotcha. You know, yeah. some of them, they're selling stuff to us. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's all a sales pitch. Yeah, gotcha. So when I go into a school, you know, I, I do a talk on a life without education. Yeah, yeah. So I use my own life's path as a but talk. But that's a pitch, isn't it? Yeah. That, that's a pitch to the kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm telling them about my life. Yeah, yeah. And my life that didn't involve education. Yeah, yeah. And the importance of education. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm doing is I'm giving them my life story. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. As a tool for yeah. learning. 
yeah. You know, but it's still a pitch, mm. but it's got sincerity behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Whereby, if you don't take it part in education, these are the possibilities. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, agreed. This is, this is the possibilities. And I've been through some extremes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've been through some extremes in life, mm. you know, hunger. You know, and I'm not talking about after oh, hunger, I might go to McDonald's. I'm talking about I'm starving. Where the f am I going to Where's the next meal? Where, where yeah. am I going to nick some food from? Yeah, gotcha. Do you know gotcha. what I mean? And not only, yeah, not only yeah. so I can eat, so everyone else can eat. Yeah, gotcha. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so are you. But when it comes from sincerity, you know, the, you, yeah. you just can't beat that yeah. can you, in terms I mean, of persuading people. I'll, you know, I'll go into a school and, I, and I'll, I'll talk to young young people. But what I what I'll do is, uh, I hope young people don't listen to this. So I stand just by the doorway, and when they all come in, I watch them. And so I have a skill. So I can't read books like you can read books, but I can read body language. Yeah. So body language tells me different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you reading. Yeah, yeah. But it stopped me from getting nicked because I knew what the old bill was. Gotcha, yeah. And yeah. so I, I use that now. And so there might be one young kid that I need to talk to. So when I do my talk, I could be... You know exactly who you're going to have a chat yeah. to directly. Yeah. I'm talking to him or her, whoever it may be. Yeah. Everyone else is engaged, but I'm talking to him. Mm. And it's, it's, uh, I talk about this in the book. They make a beeline for me afterwards. Yeah. Please help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to end up like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I say to him, well... Do you know what I mean? And I give them some good advice, and if they want more help, I, you know, give yeah, them more help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you have to be. Look, if I went into, uh, if I went into a school and said, "Yeah, I lived this life," and I said, "I'm a gangster," I wouldn't get in the school gates anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, because what what people that lived this life they forget. You know, you started the alpha out of necessity. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And then, once you've done all your prison sentences, now you want to be... And I know most of them. And, you know, I've seen the documentaries where they're smoking big cigars, and I think, that's not you. What the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't subscribe to all Yeah, that, that daily life is yeah. a fallacy. Yeah, it's, yeah, all, yeah. it's all stupid, you know yeah. what I mean? Would you ever go back? Well, never. Okay. No. Nah. Uh, I've come... No, I, I, I made a promise... Uh, I was in a padded cell in a straitjacket and I looked up. To yourself or to? To whoever we believe in. Okay. Uh, and I looked up and I said, if you get me out of here in good mind and stand, you know. I'm going to make a change. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm going to make a change in my life. Okay. And uh, yeah, I haven't broke it. I've come close. Okay. But I haven't broke it. And I, all I've done. Was, How long ago was that? Uh, 90, 96. So you're doing that 20 yeah. years. Yeah, I'm doing it right. Yeah, I'm doing it right. That's not bad. That's I'm not doing it right. Maybe okay. be, if, I, if I gave it all up tomorrow and went back to crime, it'd be enough. Yeah, that, that, that would be... We might have to scrub you off the podcast, though, yeah. Gary, because this is about <laughs> kindness. I mean, if you went back to crime, we'd be, we'd be in a lot of trouble. Um, so what's next for the kindness project? Uh, uh, sorry, for the project. So we're going on a, uh, a big media campaign okay. uh, to let people know that we're here. Okay. Uh, there's some projects that we're starting up. Fight for a better life. It's a uh, ten-week project to engage, disengage young people. Okay. Uh, to get them back into work or college or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, eighteen to twenty-four-year-olds. Uh, there's talk of. Uh, I 
keep getting offers. I was looking at my phone today. I keep getting sent scripts from the book okay. to make into a film. Okay. I've turned down so many documentaries because it's not about me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I've come to realise that in the social media world, it is about me. Well, you can use it as a vehicle, can't yeah. you? That's the thing. And so, yeah, so we're doing a lot more of that. I've, I've never wanted to do a film. I've never... I, I mean, I turned down the biggest documentary makers in the country yeah. who made uh, Benefit Street. Yeah. They yeah, chased, yeah. chased me for six months. Okay. wanted me to do a documentary, and I refused. What, what, what made you say no? They wouldn't give me that... Uh, they wouldn't... So we got, we got a deal done, and then... But I wanted 100% of the editing rights. Yeah, which they... You know, yeah, they said, you don't want them yeah, to no, they do said, no, no, they said, no, look, you could be in the editing room. I said, no, I don't want that. I said, and also, I want 100% of the editing rights, but I want everything that you, you don't use, I want that, so I destroy gotcha. it. yeah. And uh, they said, no, 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 we can't do that. I said, well, we ain't making documentaries mm. in. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know what they'll do. They'll get me comfortable and I'll and say something wrong. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. And then I'm hung up. And it's, this is not about me. This mm. is about a charity doing yeah. good for young people. And the problem is, if they if they sensationalise yeah. it, you're, yeah. you're then in, you're, yeah. you're now oh, going editing, down the road as, yeah. Today's editing equipment, you it's can, easier, listen, yeah. I, I could say a, a sentence, you could turn that upside down, turn it around and make me sound like I've just, listen, I've just told you I've every, bank. Everything's going out of the bank, yeah. right, including all the swear words. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to, I, I ain't got a bleeping machine, Gary, so I can't, I can't bleep anything. Um, it's but, difficult when I, go, when, I, when I go into schools <laughs> and, because, uh, you know, and, that's one of the things. Yeah. You know, I say to uh, every talk I do, if you don't like swearing, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're offended by it, yeah. then this is not for you. Yeah, gotcha. Because gotcha. the way my approach is, is very real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. These young people's mums and dads swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no biggie if I swear. Exactly, exactly. Do you know what but I mean? But yeah, I mean, the reality of it is, is to like hold your tongue in, in environments like that. Yeah. Nonsense. Yeah. yeah. It's just absolute nonsense. So, Thank you for that. No You've problem. shared loads of really good no stuff. Problem. Um, we do this thing on the podcast, and it's not kindness related, but we have a question of the podcast. So each week we ask uh, uh, our audience uh, just a random non-kindness related question. So I'm yeah. going to ask some of you, right? No, no problem. So what's the uh, what's the best use of an egg? Is it omelette, boiled, or cabbage creamed? Or something else. <laughs> uh, out of them, I'd pick Cadbury's Queen. Would you? Yeah. Uh, how about, about fish use or like anything? Fried. Fried egg, like yeah. on an English breakfast? Or? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, fried egg. Fair enough. Do you think most people are generally good? I've heard the theory you're born bad. But I don't believe I'm it. not convinced that's yeah, true. Yeah, I'm not convinced that's yeah. true. I think uh, your life path turns you bad. Okay. Uh, do you think people start neutral and then the, the experience? Yeah, no, so if you're giving back in the way that I'm giving back, uh, you have to come from an extreme. Yeah. And it's not, it, it's, it's not, I don't see it as giving back, I see it as my life's path. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's, uh, what's the most inspiring movie ever? Oh, people, I've, I've had this question before. I don't know if you'd know it. Go on. But it's called Angels with Dirty Faces. <sighs> Right, now, I, th I haven't seen it, yeah. but this is coming from me. Is that James Cagney? Yeah. See, I've never seen that right, film. So it's That's like in the 40s, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so yeah. it's about a, a group of young mates that are on the streets in New York. Gotcha. And this inspired me from a young kid. Okay. But I didn't realise. Gotcha. And this, 
what they call a gangster. He's out robbing banks, shooting people, this, that, and the other. And he gets, he's out uh, committing crime as a young petty crime as a young with his mate. Mm. His mate ends up a priest. Okay. In the same neighbourhood. Okay. So when he does his prison sentence, this uh, James Cagney character, he comes back, and all the kids are looking up to him, and the priest is saying to him, "Look, you know, please, like, help me." So he goes out and he's still involved in crime and he's shooting people. He gets put on death row. Right. So the priest that he asked for his last rites is his mate who's yeah. working with these young kids yeah, in the community, yeah. and the priest goes and visits him. And he, he says to him, look, can I ask you just one favour? And they grew up together. Mm. He said, please cry, please scream, please look like a coward. He said, no, I can't do it. Right, okay, he said, yeah. I can't do it. When he got on the, 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 the chair, he screamed, he cried, gotcha. help me, please, I don't want to die. Yeah, and, this yeah. and, the other. and this was all wrote about in the paper and the young kids are reading it. And they're going, he's yellow, he's a yellow belly. But you're not sure... If he done it to save them, gotcha. Or he really was scared. I have to give that a watch. It's yeah. got to be on some. It's yeah, it's angels with dirty faces. Angels with dirty faces. Yeah, it's a really good. good film. So, as a fan of uh, history, mm. if you could visit one historical era, yeah. previously, where would you go? Would it be the Greeks, the Romans, Egyptians? Would yeah, anything, any, any, any time in the world? Shall I tell you? I'd like to sit next to. Go on. It's a man called John Newton. Okay. And John Newton was born in Wapping. Okay. In the East End. And John Newton uh, come from a very poor background. And his mum died when he was young. And so his dad went and he met this woman. She lived out in Essex. Okay. Well, Essex in the 1600s, a million miles away, 1700, a million miles yeah. away. And so John was put into uh, a children's home. And... He was there, he learned English, maths, and he learned a couple of languages. Okay. And he had a passion to go to sea. So he went to Harwich. Okay. And he went on the ships as a, a boy seaman. Yeah. And he was working on the slave ships. And uh, he, he uh, done very well, you know, saved all his money, and he bought a ship. Okay. And he started transporting slaves. Okay. And uh, so he was in a storm. And uh, he thought he was going to die. He's never going to get back. And he said, like, help me, blah, blah. And he was given the amazing grace. And so John Newton come back and he started preaching, become a priest. Right. And he ended up in a church called Mary Walnut in the city, in the okay. bank, which I'll go to now and again. Yeah. Uh, but if you Google John Newton, his name will come up and next to him it will say that he wrote the hymn, Amazing Grace. That is an awesome story. And so John Newton was once a wretch, but then he was fanned. Gotcha. And so the words to that song, once you listen to him now and you know the backstory, it is amazing, but it's also amazing grace. So this young person that was selling slaves now becomes a priest and writes a song. But the song, the words, are attributed to him. The music isn't. Right. So if you look at the music, it, played, it never gets mentioned. No, yeah. because of this reason, it's written on the what they call Pentecostal notes. Okay, and that's all the black notes on the piano. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they reckon that he heard the slaves in the ship singing the song with this tune. Gotcha. 
and so the, the, the music is attributed to no one. But he heard the song and then went and written the words after the storm. I'm going to jump on Google after that. I didn't know, oh, didn't have a clue about that story. That's a yeah. great. John Luton. John yeah. Newton. Newton, N-E-W-T-O-N. Yeah. Cool, John right, Newton. thank you for that. No um, That's a great story, I like that. <laughs> um, apart from that, what's your favourite piece of trivia ever? So you, you've given us a couple. You've given us oh, some word-related yeah, ones. You've given us the John Newton story. My How about another piece of trivia that you really like? Uh... Oh, that's a hard one. It is a hard one, isn't it? That is a hard one. <laughs> I'll have to think about that. Okay. Oh. Well, I'll come back to yeah, that one. I'll, 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 yeah. give, I'll give you another one whilst you're, whilst you're yeah. thinking about that. If... Oh, let's, let's, give, in, let's give you another one. Um, uh, what's your favourite biscuit? Hobnob. Chocolate hobnob. See, you know what? We've had... Uh, we, we, I've had this conversation. This was one of our most controversial um, uh, questions. We had shortbread. We had uh, we we got into the old Jaffa cake debate. Whether oh, yeah. whether a Jaffa cake's it's a yeah, biscuit or a cake, cake yeah. but but we I think we decided it was a biscuit. And then the, 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 when I did an interview this morning, uh, the, uh, the interviewee said, "My my mother-in-law's." Uh, does an awesome biscuit, and I think home cooked biscuits. Yeah, you There's can get some nice ones. Sh- home cooked shortbread. Yeah. My mother-in-law is Scottish, so she does. Especially the hot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah straight. Yeah. You know what else I like? Hot donuts. You know when oh, you go yeah, to the seaside yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, one more question: Who's the best muppet? It's got to be Kermit. <laughs> so, I think animals awesome. Yeah. No, Kermit's a leader, isn't he? <laughs> Fair enough. I, I, get, I get why you like Kermit. I get why you like Kermit. And have you thought of a good piece of trivia you want to share? Yeah. Uh, so, this bit of trivia, and a lot of people... Uh, I don't know if this is trivia. So, the East End of London. So, a lot of people think the East End of London is Cannington, Blasto, Barking, Stratford, when it's not. Yeah. It consists of four postcodes. And it's E1, E2, E3. So Bow, Whitechapel, E14. E14. And so basically it's it's Tower Hamlets. And it ends at the River Lee. Well, the River Lee is under Bow Flyover. It's still there today. And so that separates the East End from East London. And in 1710, uh, London was described in a newspaper article, and it was described as this. Uh, the West End of London, Suffolk, and that place beyond the Tower. Gotcha. And so it was the East End. Gotcha. And so there's lots of things about the East End that people don't realise. There were seven gates that guarded the city. So one of them, uh, the gate facing east, uh, there's a place called Mile End. Yeah. Well, that's where Mile, the first mile ended from the city gates. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. You know, and that's why it's called My Lent. So Love it. Yeah, there's lots of trivia. That, that, that is yeah. a good... And I knew, I knew it was going to be a historical yeah. bit of trivia as well, <laughs> so cheers for that. So where can people find out a bit more about Products of a Postcode? So you can go to the Product of a Postcode website. Okay, which is? Uh, productofapostcode.co.uk. Okay. Uh, you can just Google... Product of a postcode, it will pop up. Yeah, and it comes and up. And you're on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, so Twitter, we'll put it all on the show Instagram, notes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, and lots of different things come up. Yeah. Uh, interviews that I've done, like small documentaries. Yeah. I got contacted a few months ago by someone that was at university and their project was to interview someone. So I said, I'm Yeah, quite, why not? I'm quite yeah. happy to help you. Yeah, yeah. And so I've done a small interview with them. You can see that on there. And what action can our listeners take to help you out? If I said to you, I'm all send me money, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> so, yeah, no, so what, what, you know, if you go on to. Uh, Facebook or, or the, the page, we only fund for young uh, young people's dreams and passions. Yeah. So we have a fundraising committee. There's lots of events you can get involved in. Gotcha. You know, but so check out the website. Yeah. See, see yeah. how you can get involved. You know, yeah, if, you, you know if you you know you've got a business and the, you you wanted to sponsor the dreams and passion uh, campaign for a year or two years. Yeah. You know. You'll be surprised how much it's going to cost you. Yeah, You'll yeah. be quite shocked, and you will get a lot of publicity out of it. Okay, cool. Do you know what I mean? Well, thank you for spending time. I've, I've loved having a chat. Yeah, no it's problem. been it's been really good. I enjoyed um, it. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Thank see you. See you later. And Bye. please remember, we're all a product of a postcode for whatever reason. Cool. So that was the second part. What did you think? It was good. Good. It was good. I'm sorry, I have a weird obsession with that word right now. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, thanks to Gary for coming on. We really appreciate it. Yes. It's over. It is the end again. It's all over. It's all over. <laughs> um, so uh, it's never over though, is it? Because we're back next week. And um, we are um, still got to give you the answers for last week's question of the podcast. Oh, yep. This week. Oh, yep. Did we do that? Oh, yep. Oh, why do you look sound like the Churchill dog even more than you? <laughs> that is. Uh, where, where, did, where is that? Oh, yes. Come from. <laughs> uh, you, you just seem to do it quite a lot. Not the oh, yes. I, I, I have my own version of it. Oh, yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. This is podcasting <laughs> gold. I'm surprised we haven't won the awards so far for this nonsensical dribble we call uh, <laughs> Worst, most listened to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, if there's, a, if there's a podcast version of the Razzies, like, have you heard the Razzies? No. They're like um, film awards for the worst um, film. We're going to get one of those. That's our ambition. <laughs> Podcast raises. Come on. Boom. We should um, start it. We, 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 we should start it. Yeah. <laughs> Pass off right at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> With the top of the bottom um, of Podcast Razzies. But we've got more important stuff to do before we launch the Podcast Razzies. Uh, do we really? Do we really? Yeah. We've got to give the answers to last week's question of the week, which was, Ooh. what's the, your favourite ever fairground ride? And we had a bunch of different answers. Bad Nicole, who runs an awesome little um, Instagram food blog. Oh. Don't you know? No. Um, don't you know? I don't you know. I always get really hungry when I uh, see uh, Bevan's blog because she goes to loads of great places in London and beyond. She's even been to Milton Keynes, I think. Has she been to Cranham? Has she been? Bevna, if you're listening, have you been to Cranham? Because if you haven't, you're not busy, much. Um, <laughs> they have an amazing Tesco's. <laughs> they've got really good Tesco's. But as you run a food blog that's more focused on restaurants, the Tesco's, they've got a cafe in the Tesco's. Pretty sure they're, they're not, in the, not in the Tesco's, but I thought we drove past one. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Would you recommend for Bevna's food blog that you, you should go to, to, to Granham then? I think it'd be a laugh. Just bits you come along and there'll be nothing in Granham. 
visit the dry cleaners. It's called creases. It's called creases. Oh, no, they've got cranes in Cranham, haven't they? In Upminster, but it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe you shouldn't, shouldn't visit Cranham. Go to Upminster instead. You go to Upminster. Hugh Jones uh, said his best ever fairground ride experience was the Ghost Rider at Knott's Berry Farm in LA. Great ride, but it was very funny. Shared the experience with the family. Uh, she, they still laugh about it today. Cable loved the teacup ride. Uh, always remember the one at Legoland. About 10 years ago, literally no one moved for about two minutes and it was great fun. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know if you're being sarcastic or if I should take you very, very well, seriously. I, I, if, if somebody um, said, what's your least favourite fairground ride? I reckon the teacups would be on that list. And the only reason being is because when we went to Euro Disney when you were little, uh, we had to queue two and a half hours to get the teacup. I mean, I wouldn't even... That's redonkulous. <laughs> it's redonkulous. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, 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 my only mental image of teacup rides is just standing in a queue. So I can't even remember how good the ride was, to be honest. Um, Lauren, Lauren Janice, welcome to the podcast. Oh my god, yes, welcome. You're, you're a new, you're a new commenter. I feel like I should say this in a very alien voice. <laughs> Let me try my best. Welcome. No, it didn't work. Okay, okay, that's good. It's good. Oh, thank you, thank you. Lauren Janice said uh, the bumper cars are only driven by a five-year-old. <laughs> I think there should be a rule that says only five-year-olds should drive bumper cars. With the what if, what if I, what if I get in on my own? Then can I drive around? No, you need to bring a five-year-old. If you haven't got one, steal one. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Kidnap your five-year-old. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, well. Please, 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 that was a joke. Do not go around stealing five-year-olds so you can ever go to the bubble yeah, You have to ask permission first. Yeah, and then steal them. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> well, this is meant to be a podcast about kindness, and you're advocating stealing five-year-olds. You're the one advocating stealing five-year-olds. I said we can borrow them. We have to ask permission from their mothers first. Borrow, borrow five-year-olds is fine. Uh, ask permission if you want. Um, <laughs> Ask the five-year-old. Ask the five-year-old. Can I borrow you? Why do you want to borrow me? I, d- I don't mind not sort of renting you for a little while. I'll give you some cash. Why? Want to go on the bumper cars? Um, Why on the John Cook said hearts and diamonds. Now, that's one of my favourites. I love oh, hearts and diamonds. Um, and an honourable mention to the Thunder Looper at Alton Towers. Simple but effective. Even the name's putting me off. Thunder Looper. I don't know if I'd like that or not. Sounds like, a, sounds like a weird bunny thing. Uh, 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 and Ellen Bowley said, it's got to be the waltz, waltzers, but only with retro 90s road music. See, uh, when, when, I look, when I go on the waltzers, I always have to get on and I have to mentally imagine myself singing. Uh, sometimes I do sing out loud, you spin me right round, baby, right round. Like I mean, baby, right round. We've had this conversation quite a lot, but the finest waltzer on the planet that I've ever been on is at the end of Walton Pier. Um, is a great waltzer. Mm. And we're not the only one who thinks that waltzers are great. Alan thinks waltzers are great. But a new contributor to the show, John Dennis, in capital letters, just one word, waltzer. It's more like a scream, waltzer! Woo! I don't know how you actually say capitalised words. You you assume someone is shouting. Oh, waltzer! Sound like you're telling someone off. <laughs> I think he's having a bit more fun with that, oh, mate. Okay. What's up? 
Anyway, that, that was all of the comments we had from uh, last week's um, uh, question of the podcast. And uh, I just want to say thank you to somebody this week at the end of the podcast. Because I was at a uh, conference in Manchester uh, the other day and bumped into a lady from Natalie. Now, Natalie's lovely. Um, and she gave me a lovely little compliment um, uh, that was basically... I listen to you and Charlotte do the Kindness Project, Aww. and it makes me chuckle on the bus. So Hopefully um, the other people on the bus don't think you're insane. Maybe they do. It doesn't matter. You're doing a good thing laughing on the bus. I laugh on the bus all the time. I smile um, on the bus. I just so smile at random people. Just go, <laughs> so thank you for your... Um, thank you for listening, Natalie. Thanks for letting us know you've enjoyed the podcast. And uh, we're going to just carry on carrying on. Carry on carrying on. Like the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on podcasting. Um, okay, and that's it for this week. We'll see you next time. Bye.